Welcome to Kids Storycast. My name is Ruth Campbell and each week I will read for you a story from my new books, The Thomas Stories 1, 2 and 3. Today I'm going to read Thomas and the Polar Bear. So, here we go. At nature class, Miss O'Brien was reading about polar bears. She told the children lots of interesting things. She told them that polar bears were the biggest meat-eating animal in the whole world. Thomas thought that was interesting. She told them that all the ice was melting at the North Pole and the polar bears had to swim a long, long way to find seals to eat. Thomas thought that was so bad. She told them that polar bears could swim hundreds of miles. Thomas thought that was fantastic. He thought polar bears were the most amazing animals on Earth, in the universe, the galaxy, the whole solar system. As they walked home from school, Thomas was telling his mam all about them. Just imagine, ma'am, if you had to swim hundreds of miles to get food. <laughs> then he giggled, even if you had to swim to the shop. He giggled again as he tried to imagine that. What's so funny? asked his ma'am. I was imagining you swimming for miles and coming home all wet and tired with milk and bananas. Thomas laughed. You'd need pockets in your swimsuit or something. He tried to imagine a swimsuit with pockets big enough to carry a litre of milk. And, said his ma'am, joining in the game, what would happen if I needed a bag of potatoes? Um, well, said Thomas, you would have to get one of those blow-up bubble shopping bags. It could float along beside you. I think that would work. I'm sure glad I'm not a polar bear. The water up there is freezing, said his ma'am. And she shivered. Well, said Thomas, Miss O'Brien said that polar bears have all this fat under their skin and it keeps them warm and it makes them sort of wobble. Thomas did a little shimmy wobble to demonstrate. Hmm, I don't think I fancy the sound of that either, laughed his ma'am. She made him a ham sandwich. Looks like we're going to have heavy snow and ice over the next few days. Lots of it. So maybe, just maybe, it would be good to be a polar bear. Thomas jumped up from his chair. Snow! Snow! Yes! And he high-fived his mother. Thomas couldn't stop thinking about polar bears. He told Bodyguard all about them when he went to bed that night. Imagine that, Bodyguard. The poor polar bear has to swim for days and days because his ice is melting. Imagine that. And we're going to have ice and snow here for the next week. He thought about that. And we don't even need it. That's not very fair, is it? Maybe I should let them know. Maybe I should write and say, Dear Mr. Polar Bear, if you're looking for ice and snow, swim this way, because we'll have enough for everybody. From Thomas. Thomas began to wonder if a polar bear could swim this far. He fell fast asleep and dreamed that he was a polar bear and that bodyguard was a baby bear and the ice was melting all round them 
and they had to swim, swim, swim far, far away from home. And Bodyguard were starving and he had to get seals to eat and pancakes and the waves were high and the seas were rough and he had to swim harder and harder and fight harder. When his dad came in to check on him that night, he smiled. Thomas was on top of the bedclothes with the pillow on his head and one arm and one leg hanging down to the floor and one hand gripping Bodyguard by the nose. <laughs> Come on, my lad, said his dad softly as he lifted Thomas back into bed and covered him with the duvet. What battle are you fighting tonight? Just a few more miles. Swim, muttered Thomas in his sleep. And then we'll find the snow. Swim, swim. His dad tucked him in, kissed him and left the room. When Thomas woke up, the dream was still in his head. I wonder if there's snow for us polar bears today, he said to Bodyguard, and he pulled back the curtains. It was not quite bright outside, but the garden was covered in snow, and there was a cold, grey, misty fog everywhere, like pale grey smoke floating all around. Look at that, Bodyguard. It's just like the North Pole, Thomas whispered. Just the sort of place polar bears would like. Thomas and Bodyguard were kneeling on the bed, gazing out the window. A soft breeze was moving the mist through the trees and everything was white. The trees with no leaves looked like skeletons. The grass was white. The flower beds had disappeared and so had the rockery. There were just gentle, soft, little white hills where everything in the garden should be. Suddenly, something moved behind the skeleton trees. Thomas saw it. Then the misty fog moved and it disappeared for a moment. No, there it was again. Thomas was sure of it. Did you see that bodyguard? He whispered urgently. Between the trees, did you see it? It was big, very big and white. And it's swaying. No, it's, it's wobbling. Definitely wobbling. It looks soft and it's as high as the garden shed. Thomas got really excited, I think. I, I, I think it's a polar bear bodyguard. What else could be that size and white and soft and wobbly? It is a polar bear. I know it is. Oh, this is so cool. Then suddenly Thomas didn't feel quite so excited anymore. He remembered what Miss O'Brien had said. The biggest meat-eating animal in the world travels a long way for food can swim hundreds of miles. Meat eater, here, maybe not so cool. Better tell Dad, and quick. Thomas ran to his bedroom door. Just as he opened it, he heard his dad's voice saying, Just going out to clear the snow off the path, Cathy. Won't be long. Thomas heard the back door open. Dad! Dad! No! He screamed. He raced out of his bedroom, slid down the banisters, dashed across the hall, flew into the kitchen, and out through the back door he dived and wrapped his arms around his father's legs. No! He roared again as his dad fell face down into the snow. He's the world's biggest meat eater. He's tired and he's hungry and that makes him mean as hell, I'd say. He grabbed his dad's hand. Quick, inside, inside. Get a, a, a tranquilizer dart. Ouch, Thomas, said his father, trying to speak with his face in the snow. What's going on? polar bear in our garden, gasped Thomas in a kind of a shout whisper. A polar bear dad, meat eater in garden. 
He was out of breath. I saw him in the trees, wobbling in the trees, as big as, as big as the shed. Thomas whispered. He tugged at his dad's hand. His dad sat up laughing. You know something. I haven't been tackled in the snow like that since I was twelve years old. Thomas did a finger wag, the way Miss O'Brien did sometimes. Dad, this is not the time for laughing or telling when I was a boy stories. Quick, now, inside, quick. Okay, okay, my boy, let's go inside and you can tell me all about it. In the kitchen, Thomas, panting, tried to explain very calmly. Dad, there is a polar bear in our garden. Beside the shed, between the trees, he frowned. Dad, we need a tranquilizer dart. He's standing there, swaying and wobbling. That's caused by the fat under his skin. His dad looked out the window and asked, Is it somewhere near the Christmas tree? You know, the one growing beside the shed? The one covered in snow and swaying in the breeze? Yes said Thomas, nodding. That's exactly where it is. Can you see him too? His dad put his arm around his shoulder and said kindly, No, Thomas, but I can see the young Christmas tree covered in snow. Thomas looked out the window. It was brighter now. Oops, he said. It's just a Christmas tree, not a polar bear at all. His dad was right, and Thomas felt a bit silly. But, said his dad, with smiley eyes, there will be a polar bear and a baby bear in the garden in a minute. Come on, I'll show you. And he picked Thomas up in his arms and ran into the garden. Thomas wriggled and giggled. Now, baby bear, did you wrestle Papa Bear face down in the snow? Growled his dad as he dumped Thomas into the deep snow and jumped in after him. They rolled around, squealing and kicking. The fresh snow started to fall. By the way, Thomas, can I ask you something? Asked his dad, as they lay looking up at the sky. About polar bears? You sure can, said Thomas proudly. I know lots about them. No, not about polar bears, said his dad. I want to ask about tranquilizer darts. And where on earth do you think I'd find one of them? That's a very good question, Dad, said Thomas, very seriously. But you are my dad, and you always know just about everything. Thomas lay on his back in the snow beside his dad, with gentle snowflakes falling on their faces, and he giggled.